Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super-fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecovis store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome back for another OG Show Live. Mr. Randall, how you doing? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to The Real Down. Welcome back to another episode of Bass Fishing for News. Hi, boys and girls. Welcome to, once again, the Bass Guy. Oh, brother. This is the final cast. Another segment of uh, Chasing the Tide, your saltwater connection on the Palatine. Welcome back, everyone. Another episode of Feather and Fur, your host. Brad. Welcome back to the Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Hey, welcome back to Off the Water. Happy here with Adventures of Outdoor Woman Podcast. Hey, guys. Welcome to the Rusty Hook Kayak Fishing Podcast. We're brought to you by Pelican Built Tough. For all situations, go to pelican.com. Eastport Marina on the beautiful shores of Dale Hollow Lake. For all your lodging, kayaking, go to eastport.info. Yak Gadget. For all your fine kayak fishing accessory needs, go to yakgadget.com. What's going on? Facebook Live, YouTube, Jay Randall. Right, podcast Jill. listeners <laughs> sorry we missed you last week your boy finally got covid so uh we kind of kind of put the kibosh on that thursday night i got home from work and i was just like I, I don't feel right took a test actually it's right here came back positive <laughs> in like 20 seconds i'm like yep well there we go <laughs> is, that, is that the one you peed on no that's the other one that's the other one (laughs) but uh yeah man uh apologize to everybody for the last minute cancellation i i had double duty last week i was doing the new canoe podcast and then this one and uh so i had to shift that all to this week so i just got done with the new canoe podcast and now now i'm here with these beautiful people and uh yeah back to back to life back to reality so how are you doing mr randall i'm all right man i'm all right 
<laughs> join the weather and join being a weekend warrior hunter. It's like just chomping at the bit like all week. <laughs> well, you've uh, you've been posting some pretty cool pictures, man. Like uh, I know it's a little different environment for you now that you're in Tennessee, but you've been seeing yeah. all kinds of elk. Yeah, uh, you got bugle that twenty yards away. You said you uh, had to change your shorts a couple yeah. times, something like that. <laughs> yeah, apparently I'm pretty good at finding elk. Who would have thought? You know, I like I'm looking for deer. Uh, but I'm finding elk. So maybe if I look for elk, I'll find deer. But <clears throat> no, uh, yeah, I mean, just in the first morning, I had those. Uh, I had that one big bull elk, and then like that picture that I posted. I think that's him. Sure. Um. But he had an enormous like spread on his antlers. I mean, he was huge, super dark. You know, you could tell he's definitely sure. older. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, yeah, and he bugled like right behind me. Uh, because I was texting you. I was like, dude, I was like, oh, this is so cool. Cause this is like stuff you see on videos all the time, you know, on YouTube sure. and all that. Um, yeah, and then I went back in the evening and I was in a ground blind instead of being in the tree this time, and that young that younger one came out and he was coming like he was really curious about the blind i think because sure. he kept he kept like coming up walking up looking and i'm just like and it's funny because i got like the phone and i'm like this i'm like <laughs> going really slow just kind of backing off you know i'm just like well you know this isn't a hunting opportunity this is pretty awesome but he came in within like 20 yards um which was pretty amazing because i mean that's like a dream shot i think for anybody like sure. broadside perfectly i mean right it was a done deal you know if it was legal but uh yeah <clears throat> you know got to figure all that out but yeah man it's it's really it's really amazing up there because you just never i see a lot more stuff i just never saw in illinois sure you know um i mean you know i could use a little bit more deer but <laughs> um <laughs> there's a lot of turkey and it's it's kind of a bummer because when i'm hunting you can't hunt turkeys sure. um in the fall so and then of course elk are coming by i mean i'm seeing deer but it's right. not ideal conditions yet but yeah it's uh it, it's hard like not my old lifestyle was i could go out after work sure and now it's like not so much it's sure. I mean, because i'm going an hour away you know right, right, right. <clears throat> but it's cool out here man it's really nice no it's cool man it's uh i'm sure it's a definitely a unique experience for sure you know being that close to such a big powerful animal you know oh, what I yeah. mean? And and yeah. I'm not even having a clue, but which kind of segues in for guests tonight, you know, outdoor photography. Uh just uh I mean, this guy's been on numerous times. He's a good friend of ours, Mr. JD DeRosier. He started his own uh company uh called Immersive LLC. So we're gonna chat with him, find out what this whole project is about, and uh you know, catch up and uh, hear the good word. Hopefully get some good reggae musics, you know, suggestions from a man here. But uh, let's get him in the house, Mr. J.D. DeRosier. <laughs> What's up, fellas? How you What's doing, up, brother? You've been, uh, you've been busy, my man. A little bit, a little bit. Yeah? yeah? It's good, man. It's good. Uh I know a couple weeks ago we all kind of saw a, a post come across the old uh, interwebs that uh, you've uh, formed an LLC and you and you're dipping your toes into this in this uh, outdoor space a little bit more uh, than you already were, man. So what uh, what led you to this? 
Uh, I think uh, it's just been a long time coming. Um, I've I've wanted I've wanted to do it for several years now, and I think it was just a good time, not only financially but mentally. Um, I've really put a lot of thought about it, and my wife and I have talked a tremendous amount about it. Uh, I've talked to other business owners in the local area and tried to get some insight on forming the LLC and all that and was hoping I was going to have kind of like a mentor to walk me through it, but I didn't. <laughs> uh, I did a little bit, but uh, uh, I had to learn a lot of it on my own, which has been, it's been good and bad. I mean, it, it was, it's been stressful setting it up at times, um, sure. but uh, overall, it's been a great experience trying to set it up. But uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna give this a go for a couple years and see what happens, um, and and hopefully it'll grow. Um, just kind of honestly, I'm, I'm I pray about it and I'm putting it in God's hands and and let his let his plan go into place. Right on, man. Well, for those that uh, may not have seen or don't know. What is Immersive LLC? So, yeah, uh, uh, I try to I've always tried to put people in my shoes when I either take an image or uh, write an article. Uh, I want to fully immerse you in my environment. So that's what led to the the, the name Immersive. Uh, and my brother, Ant Sanders, uh, he he was awesome at working with him and, and designing the artwork uh, actually wound up with like four high res vector files that I can use for anything. Uh, the, the color logo that you flashed up is one of my favorite ones. Yeah. Yeah. It looks good. Uh, yeah, uh, sure. I really like the, the monochrome. I like it a lot also. Um, so yeah, well it's all about, uh, Outdoor photography, landscape photography, uh, drone images, and I'm dipping around and playing a little bit more and more in social media management. Uh, okay. Currently, uh, currently I'm managing the Dodson Flyfish and social media pages, and it's been really, really good. I've uh, been doing that for like seven months now, and it's been month over month. It's been extremely successful for not only them, but myself and uh, just going to keep pushing the outdoor thing. You know, uh, I'm going to uh, work to get a website uh, set up. I have uh, all kind of different images on there for sale. Uh, I'm going to try to offer them on canvas. And then uh, if the client or whoever wants a special request to print on glass or, or something different, then then we'll go from there. Oh, it's super cool, man. I know, uh, you know, obviously I've been following you for quite a while and, uh, you know, I'm always chatting with you about, uh, some of your images and stuff. And as soon as I saw this, I was like, I need some prints. Yeah, you sure did. TV's going away and we're going to have some JD DeRosier prints up, up here, man. Yeah, man. I, I gotta, I gotta loop back in with you. Uh, I, I know you reached out immediately, which completely floored me. You know, I was like, that's so awesome. You know, and I was completely taken back away, you know, taken from that. And I've, I've, 
I've got some information for you. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. No, I wasn't trying to put you on the spot there, man. I know you've been no, uh, no. been working on this po- project and stuff, but it's cool, man. Like you always uh, get some pretty, pretty stellar images, man. And um, you know, and it's exactly like the title of the company says, man. Immersive. Like I feel like I'm immersed in a where you're at or what you're doing. A lot of times when I see see your images that you're putting up, man, and it's it's super cool. I appreciate the kind words. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna share a couple of photos up here as we're talking, just kind of off your Instagram as well, you know. So, okay. Um, but uh, yeah, man. I mean, uh, so you got everything formed. Uh, how long do you think till like you're gonna have your website up and running and all that good stuff, my man? Uh, it's, I'm to the point now where I've been doing some some <clears throat> research. Uh, trying to figure out who's actually going to design the site. I don't want a crazy elaborate site. I want something, you know, pretty clean, pretty simple. It's kind of my style anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm hoping within the next, you know, month or so. Sure. I'll, I'll have something. And I like that dragonfly image uh, that you just threw up. I've been playing around more and more with macro photography. So that's, that's been a really fun thing to segue and, play around in yeah it's super cool to see all that fine detail and that that you wouldn't normally catch with your normal eye you know i was thinking i was thinking that would look good as a painting too oh yeah just because of those colors like how brilliant that would be even with like brush strokes it looks like it would translate over that pretty good um with uh canvas uh I mean, my dad used to do that too. Cause I mean, you, me and you have talked about that. Um, you know, so he was, he would do a few things on canvas. Um, I know you said that you're looking into it and considering it. Uh, would you also be into like custom, uh, sizes? Like for instance, somebody has got like a specific spot, um, you know, in their house and maybe they like one picture and you could highlight like, that one picture and you know and cut it to frame and then blow it up to fit in that spot definitely that would be cool yeah 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 definitely um you know any if if the client reaches out within a you know x amount of days I'll, i'll provide them with feedback to say hey i can get this this size this size this size and this is the price point for those sizes yeah nice uh yeah i've been really in go go ahead I was going to say, I think about your landscape shots, like, cause you, you shoot a lot like I would too, like from the water, you know, like trying to get, just get that angle where you can get that depth. you got all this detail, like throughout the picture and you, you kind of bring everything in. Like I could see that hanging in my living room, you know, one of those shots, you know? Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I mean, the, the, the company I work with for the prints, they, they can do so many different sizes. They can do triptychs. They can do all kinds of things. Cool. Um, so it's really cool. Um, it's it's very affordable price point. Uh, um, some you know some companies will burn you, but uh, yeah, yeah. That was shot last so, fall in my backyard. So that's a cool shot. That's kind of like it's along the lines of what I was talking about, like how you get those shots and you just bring in everything else. Yeah, 100%, appreciate it, dude. Yeah, yeah. I've been really enjoying like getting up super early, like. You know, four thirty in the morning, and hiking into the back country and getting way, way high and and getting yeah. some really cool sunrise shots. 
I haven't posted a lot of those because I'm, I'm like, man, I like I want to put them on the website because they're, they're they're pretty they're pretty yeah. good. They're pretty special for me. Our uh, good friend, the Creek Crawler on YouTube's in the chat. He says, just be careful and don't get sucked into bird photography. Next thing you know, you'll be crawling in the bushes wearing yeah. full camo. <laughs> <laughs> That's something that translates pretty well. Uh, you know, I was telling Brian, like, but from seeing these elk during hunt season, I think after hunting season, I'm going to go out there and with the blind and just sit out there and, and use the camera and try to get some really cool shots of them on the grass flats. Oh, absolutely. I know. I think it'll be like, especially when it's cold and they're breathing out just to try to get, you know, see the air coming out of their, you know, the mist or whatever coming out of their uh, nostrils. Oh yeah. Yeah. It'd be some cool stuff out there. Uh, that would be wicked. And it'd be like, you know, super cool to do a, a print like that. Like yeah. have the elk, like black and white and then color add the elk. Well, yeah, that's I, weird. I can tell you this, JD. Uh, if you want to come out here, I know where to find them. <laughs> I, I don't know how it happened, but it happened. <laughs> yeah, I remember us talking last week about it. They're they're such a cool creature, man. Yeah, they're they're robust. I mean, they're huge. Yeah, but I, I was they're just thinking, huge. they're such a gorgeous animal. It's like just to oh, see, yeah. you know. I, I don't know. It's just really cool. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. A life that has the stories to back it. A life to be proud of. It's a Winchester life. Yeah, baby. 6'8 Western. Oh, I'm mule there, baby. Right there. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. Yeah, it's... Dude, it's... Uh... Yeah, definitely unique. That's for sure. But you you talked about it, uh, you know, color coding in the elk and, and having everything else black and white. And I think that's something unique that you do quite a bit of. And uh, I've always been like, man, I need you to show me how to do this. Like, And you're like, it's real easy, dude, anytime you want to learn. And <laughs> I never hit you up on it. But uh, it's uh, it's something like super unique. You see, You don't see a ton of uh photographers or artists doing a ton of uh these days but you do quite a bit of it man so like what kind of what kind of led you to that and i'm gonna throw up a picture here i think it's a drone photo of you on the paddle board and you kind of got yourself uh colored in but the the water and everything else behind you is black and white yeah oh, so yeah. it's trying to like draw attention to a, a certain area of the image um but I really like it. I mean, it's, it's like you said, it's different. Not a lot of people do it. It kind of helps me stand apart a little bit. Um, but yeah, those two photos were shot within 30 seconds of each other. You know, it's just, it, the, the photo has to call for that style of edit because mm -hmm. it, a lot of time it, it doesn't work. And then that's cool. You know I mean? That's why you shoot so many to, see what you want to do or what your final outcome is going to be. But with that edit, that was, that one was a little hard because 
the fly line was man that was tedious to get right <laughs> because okay. the lines got like a little like sage green color to it sure and i was trying trying to bring that <laughs> out it's cool how you got like you got like the 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 reflection and then you've got the shade yeah you know what i mean like and you're like right in the middle of that that's pretty cool trying to get that framing right i see that's what i love is like i love framing in an image because it can it can tell the the whole the framing itself can tell a whole story mm -hmm. sure 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 what kind of got you into photography in general man like Oh, is it something shoot. you've just done since you were young or yeah i mean i've kind of always been a, a creative thinker i guess um think outside of the box i mean that comes from growing up being a punk skater i guess and uh once i kind of got into high school uh, i always took like arts and that image <laughs> sorry <laughs> that's like quadruple layers of but that different different images stacked on top of each other to form one image dude I, that you know the effect you have on this picture and i'm sure you know what i'm talking about like this definitely looks like it's dated you know it's definitely i mean it looks like it's you know probably from you know early 1900 well i know okay wrong like more mid 1900s like <laughs> yeah you, you know what i'm saying like you know 1950 whatever um you know somebody just fishing in the back country I mean, he doesn't look like he had that much modern equipment on is why I say it's like, you know, so it's, it's a real fine portion of time you can fit it, but it's cool. Cause it, he really gives you a, an older feel to it. Um, and just like the contrast, it's, it's pretty cool, man. That's yeah. awesome. That's exactly what I was going for. Like an old world look. Um, but yeah, sorry, Brian, you threw that image up and it completely. No, you're good, <laughs> I was man. like, you're Oh, good. this is a good talking point. <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah. Good. Uh, you're good. But, uh, yeah, we, so in like high school, I took art, blah, 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 crafts, all this. And they had a photography class and I just jumped in there and I was like, shoot, man, this is a blast. This is fun. And it was just basic, you know, shooting with point and shoots or whatnot. And sure. there they got into, you know, a little bit higher end equipment. But then as soon as I got into college, I was like, oh, I got to take, you know, electives. So I'm going to take photography. I was already an art student taking graphic design. So I was like, well, I'm going to take art history and photography and see which one I can like, double minor in. And it was art history because I wasn't able, the college didn't offer a minor in photography, but I just took everything they had. And it was shooting. So I, I shot with a Pentax K1000 from oh, 1976, yeah. which was the year <laughs> I was born. Uh, and it was all film photography and learning the dark room and, how to process film but it was really cool because they would let us go out in class it was a one day a week class and you could go out and shoot for seven hours if you want but you had to come back and process at least one roll of film so they knew you wasn't out goofing off but really sure. you were goofing off <laughs> um and then i just kept with it from there and, and i've taken i mean i shoot with gopro i shoot with drones I've taken GoPro classes, DJI classes. I've taken Sony classes just to try to push myself. And then I got into like, like you mentioned earlier, more of the, the post editing. Oh, that's the Flint. 
uh, <laughs> uh, got more into like post editing, uh, kind of like this, like color editing and creating more of a vintage style image. So I started kind of taking classes on editing and now here we are. Hmm. So these classes you're taking, like, is it just like some online classes or are you going yeah, basically. to like community college and, you know, sitting in a classroom? So it's all online stuff that you're kind of online. learning from. Yep. Online. No, that's cool, man. That's cool. Yeah. You know, most of them are free. So, you know, it's just me taking advantage of it. And through COVID and, and the lockdown, man, that's when I, I had a great opportunity to take a lot of this. That's when I learned so much about post editing and pushing that envelope further for post editing. And I just went into like full learning mode for probably six months. Nice. Hmm. Yeah. And I know like I've talked to you quite a bit and you're like, dude, I shot that on a GoPro. And I was like, what? <laughs> like it's, it looks like he shot it on a, on a Sony or a Canon with a 5,000 piece of $5,000 piece of glass on it. You know what I mean? <clears throat> and you're like, no, bro, it's, you know, um, you're using some basic, basic tools, but putting out some high quality stuff, which is pretty sweet. That's my whole goal. I don't, I don't want, I, I don't want to sound, I don't know, whatever. I don't, I don't want to feel like you have to have $5,000 piece of glass or a $10,000 camera. Yes, they have their place for sure, but sure. Most people can't afford that, you know, mm -hmm. and I mean, if you can push these phones so far, man, like they have pro modes. And if you learn how to use pro mode in your phone, man, you can do some crazy things with it. And, and they're outputting 12 to 25 megapixels out of a phone. Man, you can blow that up as big as you want, <laughs> at, mm -hmm. you know, 20, 25 megapixels. But yeah, like those GoPros, you can push those things to another level. I mean, they're shooting 24 megapixels now. So yeah, why not take the tools that you have, learn the most you can about it and push those things, those tools <clears throat> as far as they can go. That's kind of what I'm into. I mean, honestly, I shoot with, I've got like three or four pieces of equipment that I shoot with and I just try to push them and push myself. To, to the furthest level that I'm capable of. No, it's cool, man. And especially like you said, nowadays, everybody's got a, a pretty sweet camera on them at all times on their cell phone. And they, mm -hmm. they don't even realize it, you know, like I'm about to pick up the new iPhone 14 pro, like it, it, it's in, I just got to go pick it up and I'm trying to look up. I forget what it is. It's 48 megapixels. That's insane. Yeah. I got the Motorola uh, Motorola Edge. It is upgraded, fifty megapixel. So, and they got another version that's like one hundred and twenty-four. I mean, you can blow that up the size of a billboard. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. I was like, I think fifty is okay. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I'll be able to do what I what I got. Yeah, man, that's insane. Who would have ever thought a camera phone would do that? That's so oh, cool. Yeah. It, it'll shoot in raw versus yeah like, absolutely pack, which is crazy you know yeah um, yeah that's how i yeah. shoot my gopros shoot raw okay yeah yeah that way in post you could you could finagle with that like if you guys aren't familiar with uh photography like 
you know, you have your typical JPEG format and, and raw is just another format, but you can uh, edit that more in post uh, with things like, you know, Adobe Lightroom and things like that to make that image look way even more better than what it, it comes out with just from the initial photograph, which is cool, man. Like, are you using Lightroom a bunch? Is that what you're mainly using for editing? Yep. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I love it. It's yeah. so intuitive and user friendly. Uh, it's a it's a lot more user friendly than Photoshop will ever be. I mean, Photoshop's great. I've used it a ton too, but I really like Lightroom. Yeah, yeah. I've played with it a little bit, just shooting some raw images for uh, for my work of some remodel projects and things like that, and being able to go back and adjust those light levels and things like that just makes that image look that much more crisp you know mm-hmm. at the end of the day which is pretty sweet yeah absolutely is that what you're doing your color coding into the yeah see yep, I, need to, some. I need to go to the school of jd de rosier <laughs> but uh Anytime, no man. just you know like i always say just hit me up man we'll do it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. no Ain't it's super say. cool man Super we'll have cool. you do it in a couple minutes. Oh, uh, I've recently I've been playing around with vintage cameras, so okay. uh, I've put a few images up here and there, uh, but I'm trying to look around and get my bearings about me where my cameras are at in my house. Uh, mm-hmm. But I've I've got like six cameras throughout my house that uh, my grandpa, who I, my wife and I built our house beside. Um, right before he passed away, he kind of started parting stuff out and I was able to acquire six of his cameras that he collected. He was a big antiquer. Um, so I've got uh, several, um, that are near and dear. Uh, my favorite one, I wish I could go grab it. It's so cool looking, but it's, uh, like from 1948 or 52. I can't remember. But I recently, I, sh- I shot a sunset image of that. And then uh, about a week later, I did a uh, medium. I shot through a medium format antique camera. And that was really cool, too. And Yes, I, I mean, people are like, yo, you should clean the cameras up and, you know, clean the lenses. And I'm like, I don't I don't want to do that. I, I want these things to look like they were shot from 1950. You know, I don't want it to be crisp and clean. So I'm going to keep them the way they are. And, my whole goal is to take not all six cameras out because one of them is not worth taking out. It's just, it's a cool, but it's kind of broken in some places, but I'm going to go around like downtown Greenville. Um, the town I live in is Greer and I want to go, it's got a cool downtown scene also. And I just want to do like some old vintage downtown images, maybe a little bit of industrial images here and there. Yeah, that's one. Hmm. on a 1943 kodak yeah that that's medium format camera (laughs) and that's man that's the only brown one that i've the the oh there it is yep so it's it almost looks just like yeah i've got one that's brown i've never seen a brown besides the one i've got not saying they're not out there but they definitely are but that's They're cool. just pretty. You always see black. So when I saw the brown, I was like, "Oh man, like, pops, can I have this one too?" <laughs> <laughs> I can grab all you want. I don't care. 
So uh, is there places still developing film or are they giving that to you like on uh, on a uh, on a disc now? Like, is it all digital format? No, you can get film developed. Um, there's there's a studio here in town that in Greenville that will process film. Um, they're they're kind of known in the South Carolina photography realm, but I shot those digitally, man. I I, I used I used another camera through the viewfinder <laughs> to, oh, to okay. shoot to shoot okay. a quick image to see what was going to happen. Is sure, it worth sure, sure, sure. pursuing or not? And I saw it, and I was like, "Oh man, I got to run with this." No, that's cool, man. That's cool. So I let a secret out. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, camera and shoot it through the viewfinder. I like yeah, my my dad ended up leaving a bunch of. Um, I think I've got like seven or eight uh, older cameras. Um, one of them looks kind of old. I don't even know how to use a couple of them. I don't even know where to start. Um, but they're just sitting in a crate. You know what I mean? Like I have. I mean, we of course we just moved in the house. We're still not all decorated and everything. But I don't know what to do with what to do with them because he's got the nice digital ones I got. Um, yeah. You know, and then he's got some of the older ones. I mean, he was he he liked the uh, the mirror cameras too. Um, he liked the little handheld mirror cameras and nice. he had, and he was a big Pentax fan. So he has like, he had a case like dedicated to like five of them nice. because they had the, the, uh, the lenses you can take off and change in between all of yep. them and stuff. So he had like that. So I got all that stuff too. Uh, nice. so I probably, I'll have to show you the, I'll have to dig those out the older ones and get some pictures to you. Cause I don't know what I'm looking at. I mean, I yeah. like cameras and stuff too. I mean, I never was into it as much as my dad, you know, but I mean, he really, you know, when he saw some, I don't know, he was, you know, he was a true photographer. Let's just put it that way. You know, that's awesome. Sounds like he went down the same road you did, you know, pretty much. <laughs> it's like, you're like, I like this. Hey, that's old. I'll take that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, they're like, like my cameras around the house. They're like really good conversation pieces for people. Yeah. When they first come in, they're like, oh man, where'd you get this? I got a whole story I can tell about it. If they have the time to listen. Sure. Yeah, I get I get long winded. It's like fishing, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where'd you get that old lure? Or, you know, rod or reel or whatever. Yeah. No, that's super cool, man. It's interesting. You know, it's like, uh, it's funny. Like I, I was like you, man. I, I took some photography classes in high school, and it was kind of like took that uh as like a blow-off class almost in high school and then really kind of fell in love with it and then you know got older fell away from it and now we're in this whole you know outdoor space and you know uh now with social media and 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 that being a huge part of uh you know working with some of these companies like you those photo skills come right back you know and it's mm -hmm. it's in a crucial essential role in kind of what we do for some of these companies we got the, oh yeah dude the man the myth the legends in the house mr richard <laughs> devries what's up richard what's up sir hope you're doing well um but uh it, it's kind of cool how that stuff all comes back you know and it's uh and it you know it's something that you know you probably figured out oh, i'm never gonna really use this or really need it you know mm -hmm. back in the day and now it's 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 almost an essential role of of what we do in this space you know Which yeah i cool. agree 100 percent. because like 
just to reflect off what you were saying, you know, when you interview or talk to these companies that you're wanting to work with or are already working with, you know, they have a plan. They want people for tournaments. They want people for, you know, to go do this or, and they want people for marketing, you know, right. and to, mm-hmm. and to help spread that word through their talents, whether it's writing or working a show or photography. I think it's super cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool, man. It's uh, it's something like I always thought would be a cool job when I was a kid. And then like, you know, life catches up and you're like, yeah, that's not a reality. You know, <laughs> now, now it's, now it's like, unless you're going to go out and shoot like weddings and portraits, you know what I mean? Like, for the longest time that it seemed like that was like the only way you could break into that space, you know, and now with the social media front, um, you know, between, you know, Instagram and, and, you know, YouTube and Facebook and all these other things, you know, like that's such a huge thing. And companies are really relying hard on, on photographers and videographers for, for their marketing departments through these avenues. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely. I, that's funny. You said wedding. I, I did, I've done some wedding photography and I'm like, no way, man. Yeah. <laughs> not, not again. I was I actually think... going to ask you too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've, it was fun. I mean, every wedding I did, I, I knew people really well. Sure. Um, the, the last two I did were, so probably the funnest ones. Um, one, one of my good friends, Vern, he, 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 he had me do his wedding. It was, it was an absolute riot. I could do whatever I want, go wherever I want throughout the wedding. Like in the middle of ceremony, I'm like running around upside people and, Hey man, I got to get in here real quick just to get this angle. But like, he probably has 20 of my images printed in his house just from his wedding. And it's so cool to, to see that's that. Awesome. Yeah. But, yeah. but the last, the last, the last wedding I did, I shot like 1700 images and oh, wound wow. up editing down and providing them, the family with 800 plus images. And I did all that in three days. And I was oh, like, man. never again. <laughs> You're like, you probably didn't charge enough. <laughs> You're like, Oh man. <laughs> it was just, you know, burning the midnight oil to three and four yeah. in the morning and just trying to edit these pictures. I'm like, man, my eyes are burning their own fire, but yeah, I'll stick with landscaping. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, I could see you as like the, uh, the journalistic photographer, you know, at the, at the wedding, yeah. you know, taking, you know, I, I like those kind of shots where, you know, nobody, nobody knows you're taking that shot. You know, yep. it's, it's, it's life happening as it's happening. And, it's all real, you know, all the expression, all everything that's going on. That's I like that type of photography. Yeah. Jay, I would like a wedding coming up, bro. Just saying. Yeah. JD. Maybe you could get a higher, yeah. higher gig. There you go. <laughs> I'll we'll uh, get you to come out. Whew. Yeah. I would like to be like, if I, if I did another wedding or got involved in that arena again, like you said, Jay, I would want to be a companion to another photographer so I can just yeah. capture, try to capture those special moments on my own if i see it oh there it is and, and yeah. grab it yeah nice. is it i wonder if i'm inviting jd now 
Yeah. <laughs> I'll be like, bring bring the camera. <laughs> oh, I definitely bring the camera. <laughs> I know. Ain't nothing but a drive, man. Ain't nothing but a drive. I know, right? Hop, skip, and a jump. Yeah, it ain't far. But two and a half I mean, hours. Is that all you guys are from apart apart from each other? Yeah, is just, that what you yeah. from from Knox? I mean, from where you're at to Knoxville, you're two two and a half hours. Yep. <laughs> Richard, oh God, we're it's gonna be the bomb. I can't wait. Yeah, can't wait. <laughs> so, so. <laughs> you left Jay speechless and turned yeah. a little red. <laughs> He's yeah. turning red. He's turning I'm red. Turning red. Shut up, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's great. That's great. I, I I got a good friend of mine, dude, that uh, I've known for many many years and he's he's actually in the food photography so you know you guys oh, that's awesome you know see a picture of a cheeseburger on an ad for mcdonald's and you know it looks all nice and plump and juicy and like they never it, look when you get yeah, them in real life exactly and i i always <laughs> tell them that i'm like dude why don't you just go get one from the drive-thru and actually take a picture of what it's really gonna look yeah. like <laughs> but uh he would uh he would do some uh some weddings on the side with his wife and he was just like man this is brutal like i don't want to do this ever again you know but uh you know he he for a long time wanted to get into doing landscapes and and things like that and like some outdoor photography stuff and i've been talking to him recently about getting him out here and and uh doing a couple photo shoots with me and uh he's like super jazzed he's like yeah dude he's like i'd love to do that just to get away from what i normally do you know he's like you can only shoot so many pictures of a turkey sandwich or a cheeseburger before your like eyeballs want to be like gouged out you know but uh it's cool man it's something something different and unique for him you know Once in a while, it's fun to go with like just full blown redneck on these fish. This is like high tech cane pole fishing right here. From the white sandy beaches to the crystal blue waters, enjoy the best fishing Panama City Beach has to offer during Chasing the Sun, Sundays at 9 30 a.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. On Mondays, head offshore with Captain Scott Walker and Steve Roger for breathtaking deep sea adventures. Coming to me, coming to me, coming to me. Double. He's jumping, he's jumping, he's jumping. Oh! oh. Look at that Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue. Brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Tell a few fish stories along the way. On Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. Our, um, yeah. Are you gonna enter into the real estate arena with that drone? Maybe. You know, I mean, that, Maybe. There's, there's some, there's opportunity there. That's for oh sure. yeah, for sure. Yeah, there yeah. in in South Carolina, there's like a there's several websites you can go to and find out like what clients are looking for drone photography. So it's kind of it's kind of cool. Yeah, I was I I've thought about doing something like that too. Well. <laughs> It's been a thought. It hasn't gone much further than that. <laughs> like I'm not like yeah, I'm drawing up plans. I've been uh, comparing. No, no, no. It has, it's just been like, yeah, maybe, maybe that'd be cool. 
Gotta good get that. Friend, uh, good friend Richard's in the chat. He says, Jay's going to have to choose between fishing, hunting, or honeymooning. What will he choose? <laughs> uh, I already told him, dude, like you got to reserve at least two bass boats because we're going to be renting boats. <laughs> I'm not doing any kayaks on this trip. We're just doing boats. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then the whole getting married thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's on like the first day we're there. And then the rest of it's just playing around. So it's all good. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. What I mean uh what else have you been up to my man i mean you just told us before we hopped on here you were just teaching a a fly tying class so like i know that's something you've been doing quite a bit of too right oh yeah oh yeah so it's uh just past uh one year of of tying and it's been an absolute blast man i mean it's just like learning something new from scratch i had no clue even how to start like wrapping thread the correct way. And sure. now I'm like fully engulfed in it. Probably have, uh, you know, thou- uh, over a thousand dollars in materials sitting around. Oh yeah. And, uh, yeah, we tied, we tied some bass bugs tonight. So some, uh, let's see if I can get it on camera. Good. It's kind of hard to hold this thing. It's a Clouser minnow. It's got um, some red eyes. A little bit of flash there in there, yeah. A little flash, so you know it. it, it it's kind of manky, kind of you know stringy looking, which that's how these are supposed to be. But it's a bait fish pattern, so it's good yeah. for smallmouth, largemouth, uh, salt, some saltwater fish will eat clousers for sure. But Bob Clouser invented that pattern way back when, and and he's still tying them today. I actually watched one of his videos today, and he knocks that thing out and like three seconds he's just, <laughs> oh it's done <laughs> but yeah so every thursday night at dodson's fly fishing our local fly shop we we have a fly time night and we my buddy usually leads the class when he doesn't i step in and lead but he has a, a raspberry a raspberry pie camera that he's fabbed up and we plug into a 70 inch tv and we nice. go step by step uh through the pattern with everybody who's there and and we usually have five to 20 people each week that's cool man it's super fun it's it's a great way to build community to push one another and and just to show love and support for the fly fishing industry and and for the local fly shop well not only that but just another way to be creative you know it's uh fly tying man it's such an art you know i got i got into it pretty heavy back then and i probably got a thousand dollars worth of materials that <laughs> i haven't touched you know in a couple of years but it's it, it's something unique about that right like being able to go out and catch a wild fish on a fly you tied you know it's like I did that. I tricked that fish in it and mm-hmm. thinking this was actually a real thing. And there's something real pure about that. You know what I mean? Not to, not to get all like fly fishing nose up snooty on you, you know, but it's just like to do that and, and go out and catch a fish on a pattern you tied up. And it's, it's a, uh, it's definitely an accomplishment for sure. Yeah, man, that's full circle right there. You know, you took a bear hook, create, you know, tied this pattern and, and trick the fish. 
Yeah. It doesn't get any better. I've got some. Uh, here's a real cool. Oh, sorry. I'm trying not to go down the fly fishing no, you're <laughs> wormhole. You're good. Here's a. I don't yeah. know if I can. Try not to get immersed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> look at me. Oh, oh yeah. There you go. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, look at yeah, that. yeah. That's cool. That that's, a mi- that's a that's micro a popper. popper. Yeah. It's nice. a. Mi- it's, ah, man, I can't get this. I'd, thing I'd to have focus. to have like a friend tie the line on that one. I can't even see that. Man, why you think why you think I'm wearing glasses now, <laughs> dude? Like I'm not even kidding. I I got like oh I got readers like near me. Yeah, it's like, man. Oh, I just to... got to that point now. <laughs> yeah, I used to exactly. have one of those big uh, magnifying glasses with the light underneath it that I would use, and it, like I remember tying patterns and like just like stepping back and just being like holy crap i can't see a damn thing everything's blurry you know? like, <laughs> turn into an old man hold on here we go hey <laughs> the whole look doesn't it <laughs> i can't even see you guys oh, it's cool. <laughs> yeah well, welcome to the world of being over 40 yeehaw yeah, <laughs> yeah Which... I'm, I'm having to wear them all the time jay <laughs> oh man uh, it's so hard to like because I know I need these like throughout the day sometimes. Like, I mean, let's go like go to the grocery store. You got to read ingredients. You're like, if I can't read it, I'm not eating it. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh man, super cool, super cool. I mean, have you uh, you ever thought about uh, building your own fly rod to go along with that? I think it would be cool, man. Uh, I don't know anybody like around me that builds rods. I would love to bump into somebody and you know kind of learn that but oh, i ain't dude. gonna lie i'm pretty happy with my my douglas rods <laughs> yeah i mean you can't go wrong with that right but it's it's going back to that kind of kind of pure thing right like you're tying yeah. your fly like because i i have a rod i built and uh an old eagle claw glass rod that i rebuilt mm-hmm. and uh i don't know man it's something cool about that catching a fish and a rod you built with a fly you tied you know like oh yeah man that that was my thing you know like i was like i want to do this just just for that thing you know because i mean it's pretty hard to make fly line and fly reels you know but i can make these other components and um it was just something very cool and 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 special to me to be able to do that you know what i mean oh absolutely i'd love to like make a bamboo rod because like my style is backcountry creaking sure. you know i chase blue lines i chase wild fish so that would be right up my alley like a bamboo rod something i'm real lightweight bamboo rod so i'm not that badass but like yeah <laughs> i i know exactly what you're talking about like i mean have you ever watched what it takes to build a bamboo rod have you ever seen no. some of those dude go down the youtube rabbit hole and uh just uh search like bamboo rod build and it's pretty incredible what those guys do to build those actual fly rods. Like, and, and, and it's no wonder why they cost thousands of dollars, you know, <laughs> yeah. at the end of the day, because of like the amount of hours and time that goes into that. And uh, just like the fine detail uh, to, in order to make one of those rods is just insane, insane. They're beautiful. I mean, they're works of art that you're fishing with. Mm-hmm. Like the the I, I held a Burkheimer CF Burkheimer rod tonight before I left the shop, and it had the the real seat was bird's eye curly maple, and I was like, 
Yeah. Do do I want to put a reel on this thing? Like it's, so, <laughs> it's gorgeous. Yeah, I don't want to scratch this. Yeah. It's intense, man. Like you get into that whole fly fishing realm, it it's uh it's like a whole new world compared to, you know, conventional fishing. You know, it's just uh crazy expensive. <laughs> well, I mean, and that's a, that's the thing. Like, it can be crazy expensive, yeah. but now Bingo. with the advancements in technology, you could actually get into it for fairly fairly cheap. You know, this is, yeah, this man, is very like, true. You can like Reddington makes a field kit, Orvis makes a field kit. That's you know rod, reel, and line for you know under two hundred dollars. And then yeah. if you want to yep. step up a little bit, then you can get like. An entry, an entry level Reddington rod. Um, Douglas makes really good affordable rods. They got the Era and, and uh, the LRS. Uh, yep. So, yeah, you don't have to. It can get crazy if you want it to. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I've yeah, I've, I've held a couple thousand dollars just in rod in my hand. I'm like, and I know there's more expensive ones than that. I was just like, holy oh, that's, cow, that's plenty. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I get nervous. Like, you want me to throw this? you know, $1,500 rod with a $1,500 reel on it. Like, man, what if yeah. I drop this thing? I'm going to go take a loan out. <laughs> yeah. I had a guy do that to me out in uh, Colorado on the blue river. And he was like, what kind of rod and reel you got? And I'm like, I got this like four weight I built. And, uh, you know, this, uh, it, it was a Cabela's RLS reel, mm-hmm. you know, which is a decent entry level reel, you know? And he's like, no, you need more power than that. So he's like here and hands me like, I think it was a, a sage, sage rod. I forget what the real was, but I was just like, dude, I'm, I'm like afraid to break this thing. Cause I can't <laughs> afford to replace it, you know, yeah. at the time, you know, like, but, uh, wow. What a difference, you know, mm. in performance. Yeah, man. We, we landed some real, real nice rainbows and brown trout out on that blue river man those rainbows get huge out there because because of the reservoir in dillon uh there's freshwater shrimp and when they release the water they release it from uh kind of like the bottom of the reservoir so those shrimp come into that creek system or river system i should say and those fish just gorge on them so they get huge it's a huge blue ribbon stream out there man and I've fished it a couple times and caught some pretty incredible fish out there, man. It's, I highly recommend it to anybody that goes out there. And there's a little fly shop in Silverthorne there um, that we took the guide out from. But, like, dude, you want to talk about a pretty cool little fly shop, man. Just thousands of flies, you know, fly patterns, you know, walking around, checking out all the different bugs and all that stuff, man. It's super cool. That's awesome. I'm gonna yeah. plan. On, I'm gonna try to plan on going out west next year, and then I'm also gonna. <laughs> I gotta talk to Kevin, but I'm on. I'm definitely going to New York next year. I'm gonna go oh, to yeah. Douglas. I'm gonna go to Douglas Salmon Camp next year nice. for a week. Nice. Yeah, let's go. That'd Come on, huge. meet me up there. I'm I'm game, dude. You tell me when, and I'm there. I will. September, I'm October, there. we're there. <laughs> Be fun. As long as it's like 
before or after opening a duck season, we're good. <laughs> I knew that was coming. I was waiting. I heard the dates at the time. I'm like, uh, it's right in the middle of hunting season. Yeah. <laughs> it gets real hard to tear us away. It's like, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, that'd be, that'd be cool, man. I saw a lot of great, great fish caught up there this year, man. I saw quite a few uh, photos and uh, shout out to Caleb. I know he's moved on now from them. Uh, he's moving down to Texas, I think it is. But he was up there helping guide a bunch for those, man. And they caught some huge, huge fish. Yeah, man. That's awesome. I'm Will Cooper, host of HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast. For even more content, be sure to watch the original films from HuntStand Presents on the Waypoint TV channel every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern. Visit waypointtv.com to learn more. I just want to go try to experience. If I catch a fish, then cool. If I catch one in Big Salmon, that's cool. But I just yeah. want to like be around everyone and, and camp in those that cool area they have. And uh, I'm going to bring my camera equipment for sure. <laughs> Heck yeah, well, let, me, let me get a couple shots in here. Heck yeah, heck yeah. But yeah, either, still, that or you uh, come up, either that or you come up for the urban combat fishing, you know, around the cities with the the steelhead and the salmon running out of Lake Michigan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. That's I how I cut my teeth on that. I think you'd probably like too, like um, in the fall, uh, the Muskegon River up in yeah. uh, Michigan when those salmon are coming in i mean these are giant salmon and they're jumping out of the water like nothing yeah that's crazy I mean, it's just an ama- it, it's so crazy to see it yeah it's uh, when i saw it i was like what is going on <laughs> like oh yeah <laughs> i've never seen anything like that you know but it's it's such a great uh backdrop to where it is in uh in michigan but it's it's really nice but yeah. it, i would consider that man for fishing and pictures that sounds yeah. awesome yeah, very picturesque up there for sure. Yeah, I'll have to touch back with you guys in uh, Muskegon River. I'll have to try to look that up. I better yeah, look it up it, tomorrow. I'll forget. It's, <laughs> it's a beautiful river, though. It yeah. is really, really nice. Nice. Um, yeah, it, it's really cool. A lot of good fishing. You know, smallies, all kinds of stuff. Trout. Nice. You yeah. know. Top-notch fishery right there, man. For mm-hmm. sure. For awesome. Sure. Yeah, I've been uh still pa- uh paddling the uh, I'm paddling an NRS inflatable now. Um, I'm I'm liking it. Uh, still, you know, trying to help bridge the gap between fly fishing and kayaking, and uh, working with some companies kind of a little bit um, here and there on the scenes to to help develop some equipment and, and accessories for for specifically kind of towards the fly fishing, but it'll cross over to conventional also, but nice. uh, yeah, so it's, it's been fun. I actually talked to fish pond earlier today, so that was kind of cool. That's cool. Very cool, man. Heck yeah, dude. Heck yeah. Well, we're kind of winding down here, man. So how can people follow you immersive and all that good stuff and uh just kind of give them a heads up on like when the website may launch and all that good stuff again man yeah yeah uh, so immersive is on instagram uh it's immersive llc all lowercase um just you know trying to build that site up build followers up and, and just steady posting content and then of course uh i'm on facebook and instagram it's jd derosiers 
uh, pretty easy to find, uh, constantly, you know, per, posting up. I'm kind of sway more heavily towards Instagram than I do Facebook nowadays. Uh, I just kind of like the format and how it's running. Uh, and then as far as next steps for immersive is definitely uh, getting the website up and going. I just got to, I got to reach out to a couple more people and try to see who's going to design that for me and, you know, get, get the overall budget for that going. Uh, I'm going to do a small run of Richardson hats with the logo on it. Nice. And of, co of course do some decals, uh, but yeah, just kind of keep it simple. Uh, let it play itself out. Uh, and most of all, just, you know, use my talents and abilities to give back to others and, and just have fun with it. I don't want it to be stressful. I don't want it to be like, Oh, this amount of pressure on me. I mean, I still work my 40 hour job and, you know, this is just trying to do more with a hobby. Um, sure. And, oh yeah. Again, I mean, I, as always, I, I really appreciate you guys. Um, y'all have always been super supportive. Uh, appreciate y'all letting me come on again. I don't know how many times I've been on, but I love it every time uh, we always cut up and crack jokes and, you know, I, I really think the world of both of you and it means so much to not only me, but my wife that you guys uh, allowed us to come on and uh, talk about immersive. That's, that's super cool. Yeah, man. You know, you knew that phone call was coming, bro. As soon as you posted this up, you, you had to know Jay and Brian. All. So it's all good. Bro. It's all good. Appreciate it. No, man, you've uh, you've been always a huge supporter of us, man, and uh, a great friend over the years, dude. So it's the least we could do is get you on and kind of help you spread the word about, you know, this new project that you got going. And uh, I know everybody's always interested in hearing what you got going on, man, because you've always uh, been a unique individual doing all kinds of cool different stuff, dude. So it's uh, it's super cool. And it, uh, the privilege is all ours, man. So. But definitely uh, mark, mark us both down for a hat and some decals, and uh, I'll square up with you on that when you're uh, ready to uh, get that stuff ordered up, bro. Cause, uh, they, they won't be no that. need to square up on anything. Yeah. I'll just send it. <laughs> Don't make just me send, send Jay over there. He's, he's only two and a half hours away now, bro. <laughs> he's my bulldog. He's my bulldog. I'll send him over there. <laughs> <laughs> If I hear DMX playing in the background, I'm in trouble. <laughs> That's right. Get at me, dog. <laughs> I can't even imagine Jay listening to DMX. So that's <laughs> funny in itself. Hey, man, you don't know. I'm diverse. I'm diverse. <laughs> man, he li he lived in my home. He lived in my town. He li literally he used to live like uh, like less than ten minutes from my house. See. Oh, where he's at now? Before he, yeah, before he passed away, yeah, he oh, used wow. to live like yeah. ten minutes from me. Oh wow, <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. yeah. I mean, he's lived on, he's lived down like on the low key, down low around this in, in my town for quite a while. And before, like I said, before he passed away, but you like when he first showed up, people were like, oh my god, there he is crazy looking land rovers and stuff he was cool man like you could walk up to him at this convenience store and just have a long conversation with him 
That's cool. That's mm-hmm. super cool. Very cool, man. Yeah, we, get, we guys, we got to get up, guys. That's, we got to get together soon. Yeah. Hmm? Yeah, we got to make that happen. I got to come down to Jay, and then Jay could drive the rest of the way to your place. I'll come yeah. up to you guys, and you, if you get to Jay's, I'll, I'm uh, 200% coming up. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I'll we'll promise you that. that. We'll make yep. that happen, dude. We'll make that happen for sure. Shoot, for get sure. y'all guys on some rafts, and we'll sling some rods from these rafts on, and catch some smallies and trout from these big rafts that we float around in. I'm all about that, man. I'm all about that. You don't have to ask me twice. <laughs> yeah, man. I've, I've got several buddies with super nice rafts. So three-man, two-man rafts. We'll have a blast. Nice. Uh, what time would we be getting up? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just curious. <laughs> about three. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, Jay's, like, you guys, you, Jay's like, he'll be good with the two-man raft then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See nah. you guys in the afternoon, you know. <laughs> nah, you don't have to get up early to do that stuff, man. It's easy. It's hilarious. I like it, man. <laughs> I like it. JD, thank you, sir, as always, man. Uh, it's always a pleasure thank you to guys. have you on, man, and uh, catch up. Uh, Mr. Randall, you got any final thoughts, things you want to throw out there, man? Nah, JD, thanks for coming on, dude. Sounds cool. Um, yeah, I'm, it's pretty neat. <laughs> <laughs> it's so i'm so underwhelming i know no no you know we love having you on man yeah man i appreciate it jay <laughs> it's pretty neat pretty neato good stuff good stuff <laughs> thanks everybody that tuned in tonight uh we appreciate you being here we're here every thursday night seven central eight eastern five o'clock out on the west coast uh, boys and girls of the podcast uh, listening on the audio formats. Thanks for everything. Uh, we'll put the links for uh, JD stuff down in the show notes for you guys to go check out. Uh, give him a follow on Instagram, both on his personal page and in the uh, immersive LLC page and follow along with all his adventures and uh, shots and stuff that he's getting, man. It's always uh, super cool to see his photography. Um, I've always been a huge fan of it. So, sure you guys will love it too so uh we will catch you next week as always boys and girls tight lines smooth paddle peace thanks for tuning in to another killer episode here on paddle and fin be sure to drop a five-star rating a thumbs up or smash that subscribe button on any platform you're listening in on be sure to check us out on waypoint tv waypointtv.com Make sure you sign up for the Fantasy Kayak Fishing League at paddleandfin.com forward slash fantasy. You could support this show through Patreon, patreon.com forward slash paddleandfin. Don't forget to check out the website paddleandfin.com. Catch us on YouTube. If you got a question, comment, or want to see a future guest on the show, be sure to email us at paddleandfin at gmail.com. Shout out to our show supporters, Yak Gadget. You can check out all the fine kayak accessories at yakgadget.com. Pelican Professional. For all your cases, coolers, and lighting needs, go to pelican.com. Rocktown Adventures. 
your Midwest premier paddle sports destination, go to rocktownadventures.com. Eastport Marina, the beautiful destination on Dale Hollow Lake. If you're looking for lodging, kayaks, kayak accessories, or anything fishing related on the beautiful Dale Hollow Lake, go to eastport.info. And Jigmasters Jigs, when in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com and fill your tackle boxes today.